two lit chicks, Book Bites, Julia and Ed. Welcome to another TLC Book Bites quiz. I feel like my last quiz was a bit hard, um, <clears throat> so <laughs> so I've decided to go easy on you this weekend. <laughs> and you know I'm writing a fancy quiz that drops the same week as Fondalee's episode, so you want me to be kind on you. Uh, we rise by lifting others, Ed. Okay, okay Dalai Lama, what's, what's the theme this week? Today's theme is books on my bookshelf. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> trust, trust, trust. Sorry, I almost uh, called you my husband name. <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not getting married to you, Julie. If, if you're going to keep, if you're going to keep giving me hard quizzes. Okay, well, you know, I, I don't think this one is as, as hard as last week, so let's give it a go. Okay. I mean, it sounds like it must be harder, but okay, I'll trust you. <laughs> okay, are you ready? No. <laughs> okay, well, ready or not. Number one. This popular series created by Diana Gabaldon has gone on to be a major television series. The first book was published in the UK under the title Cross Stitch, but what is it called in the US? Hint, it's the name of the television series. Okay. Yeah, easy. Scale of one to ten. Uh, seven. Okay, okay. <laughs> A meaningless number there. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, number two. Riders by Jilly Cooper was said to quote, take the lid off international show jumping, a sport where the brave horses are almost human, but the humans behave like animals, unquote. What is the name of the nefarious and womanizing main character? Uh, oh, okay. I, well, I mean, the only reason I, I know of this is because you, you, you often compare your own novel shooters to, um, D- d- does what that did for show jumping to wedding photography and that's literally all i know about this <laughs> <laughs> so we are gonna it's educated guest time let me just write write this down on my note paper so i can come back to it um think of likely name for name character <laughs> i can't wait to hear what you come up with okay Evelyn. Yeah, I, think, I think it's something better okay <laughs> number three Neil Gaiman had the idea Woo! for the, the, I know, I thought you'd like that. Neil Gaiman had the idea for this book 23 years before he wrote it, sort of a macabre retelling of The Jungle Book. But he felt that he wasn't a good enough writer yet to do the book justice, so he waited until he had the necessary skills. What is the name of this book? Got it. I'm a big Neil Gaiman stan, as the Gen Z kids say. Stan fan, go. I think. <laughs> Maybe. Number four. This book by V.E. Schwab tells the story of a young French girl who makes a bargain with the devil for immortality, but the trade-off is that she's forgotten by everyone she meets. What is the name of this book? This is like one of my favorite books ever. It's very handy that you've got a couple of fantasy books in your... Uh... I've got a mix. I've got a, I got a very eclectic mix. Yeah. Number five. Henry VIII, like you've never read him before. The first book in this series by Hilary Mantel won the Man Booker Prize in 2009. What was the name of the second book in the series? 
Uh, can you say that question again? Because I was busy thinking of names for Jilly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cooper's thing. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm hopefully writing you down. Yeah, sorry, say that, say that again. <laughs> Henry VIII, like you've never read him before. The first book in this series by Hilary Mantel, I don't know if I'm saying that name right, won the Man Booker Prize in 2009. What was the name of the second book in the series? Ooh, it's a good because because I've I've read all I've read all three, but um, I forgot on the second the name. <laughs> I okay, know. So I, so I, I shall write it down and, and come back to it. Yeah, it will come <laughs> to me. I've got two minutes to for it to come to me. Number six. These two books, which came out in 2021 and 2022, have very similar titles, except one is about a fictional love triangle with an emotional fallout over half a century, and the other one is about a real love triangle with an emotional fallout over half a century. And it's about uh, a behind-the-scenes look at the royal family. Name either one of the books. Ooh, okay, that, that would, I mean, supplementary question. What did that question mean? <laughs> okay, it's literally yeah. it's the same name. Yeah. With the, the with the f f one and two, the two words are switched. So the first one is A B, and the second one is B A. Oh, okay. Okay. Number seven. I thought I was writing you an easy quiz. I, I'm so. I guess I'm no, I think I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing okay. 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 Yeah, okay. I'm, okay. I'm just. Yeah. I'm just reading all the grunts and whatnot over here. Anyway. <laughs> Number seven. This poet is more well known in America than in the UK. He's the author of *The Giving Tree* and *Where the Sidewalk Ends*, which starts with the poem: "If you are a dreamer, come in. If you are a dreamer, a wisher, a liar, a hoper, a prayer, a magic bean buyer. If you're a pretender, come sit by my fire, for we have some flax golden tails to spin. Come in, come in. Who is this, this author?" Uh, what's he best known for again? Sorry. *Giving Tree* and *Where the Sidewalk ah. Ends*. Got you, got you. Okay, I think I've got that. Number eight. This true story of three generations of women uh, is banned in China because Yung Chang, the author, criticizes Mao Zedong and the Chinese Communist Party. Most notably, Chang depicts her mother's imprisonment and torture by the party during the Cultural Revolution. What is the name of this book? It's 100% sounds like something I should know. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, it was pretty famous. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, vague, vague recollection. Um, okay, I just put my brain to work on that in the next minute that I've got. Okay, yep, yep. <laughs> Number nine. This young poet wrote a stirring poem called The Hill We Climb, which she read out at the inauguration of Joe Biden. The poem celebrates the U.S. not as a perfect union, but as a country that has the grit to struggle with its all-too-real problems. What's her name? Well, I'm not really up on poetry, but I am up on American politics, so I was all over the inauguration, so I know that. Yes. Well done. Get in, politics nerds. <laughs> Number 10. This series of romanticy books by Sarah J. Mass is so beloved by its fans that it is referred to by the acronym of the first book's title. What is this acronym? Oh, hey, another fancy one. Okay, this this wasn't as bad as I feared because I forgot that you you like fancy as well. So like three or four <laughs> of them. Are, okay. Okay. Um, okay. Let me just give me two seconds to think of a good name for Jilly Cooper. 
or, or stupid comedy name, one of the two. And what other ones did I leave blank? Chinese one, which I really should know. Educated guest time. And there's another one I left blank, which I've just forgotten. So I'm just gonna just. There's <laughs> 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 no even. There's no point in even just you know just just leave that. Okay. Okay. So question one. Uh, this popular series created by Diana Gabaldon has gone on to be a major television series. The first book was published in the UK under the title Cross Stitch, but what is it called in the US? Uh, I've watched the series. I really like it. It's Outlander, isn't it? Yeah, correct. Yes. Okay, here's your moment to shine, Ed. Number two, Riders by Julie Cooper was said to take the lid off international show jumping, a sport where the brave horses are almost human, but the humans behave like animals. What is the name of the nefarious and womanizing main character? Sybil Longstockings. <laughs> well, that's so, so incredibly close. I mean, really, really close. It's uh, Rupert Campbell Black. <sighs> oh, st- on the tip of my tongue. It was on the tip of my tongue. <laughs> Number I mean, th- there's, a, there's a lot of romance uh, fans who listen to this podcast, so they would have been screaming that, that name at me, I imagine. Yes, yes, I imagine yeah. so. Yeah. Number three, Neil Gaiman had the idea for this book 23 years before he wrote it, sort of a macabre retelling of The Jungle Book. But he felt that he wasn't a good enough writer yet to do the book justice, so he waited until he had the necessary skills. What is the name of this book? Arguably one of the best books ever written for children. Um, the Graveyard Book. That's the one. I, I love that book. I mean, it's like that first scene just stays with you. And if I want to scare myself, I think of that first scene. Yeah, it's so scary, isn't it? It's so, that, so scary. Well, that's what he does. He just, he t- he's good at terrifying kids, isn't he? Which, which I always Yeah, well, well, I was an adult when I read it and I was terrified. Anyway. Me too. <laughs> number four. This book by V.E. Schwab tells the story of a young French girl who makes a bargain with the devil for immortality. But the trade-off is that she's forgotten by everyone she meets. What is the name of this book? Uh, brilliant book. Um, well, I, sh- I, sh- I had a problem because I-, I confidently started writing it and then I like, just forgot the character's name. It's Invisible Life of, is it Adi LaRue? That's the one, yep. Nailed it. Yeah, that's, that's that's on my bookshelf as well. I lent it to a friend, so it was actually absent. But um, Number five, Henry VIII, like you've never read him before. The first book in this series by Hilary Mantel won the Man Booker Prize in 2009. What was the name of the second book in the series? Um, this this is really embarrassing because I've I've like read uh, I've read them but I, I I can't I'm getting number two and three mixed up. Is it bringing up the bodies? Yep, bring up the bodies. Yes, well come done. on. Well I've not, done. I've not dishonoured the mighty Mantel. <laughs> <laughs> number six. These two books, which came out in 2021 and 2022, have very similar titles, except one is about a fictional love triangle with an emotional fallout over half a century, and the other one is about a real love triangle with an emotional fallout over half a century. And it's a behind-the-scenes look at the royal family. Name either one of the books. Um, The Crown, the Diadem, and The Servant. <laughs> No. <laughs> I told you it was only two words, but anyway. Okay. The, the crown and the servant. I have no idea. <laughs> the crown and. Um, I... So it's either the paper palace or the palace papers. Okay. Didn't know that, but yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. No, now you do. Number seven. This poet is more well known in America than in the UK. He is the author of The Giving Tree and Where the Sidewalk Ends. Who is this author? 
famous enough to fill the, the blanks in my embarrassing um, ignorance of modern poetry. Um, is it Sheryl Silverstein? That's correct. Yep. Yes. One of my favorites. I absolutely love both those books. In fact, you know, for my daughter, um, and actually for my son as well, I have a copy of The Giving Tree, and I've been getting their teachers to write messages in it every single year since they were in nursery. Okay. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. It's you a, like it. I'll give it to them when they're 18. But anyway. Number eight. This true story of three generations of women is banned in China because uh, Yong Chang, the author, criticizes Mao Zedong and the Chinese Communist Party. Most notably, Chang depicts her mother's imprisonment and torture by the party during the Cultural Revolution. What is the name of the book? I, I know of it, but I just can't remember the name slightly. Poor, nice. poor knowledge. You're poor gonna, knowledge. you're gonna hit yourself. Wild swans. Uh, yeah. Okay. Number nine. This young poet wrote a, a stirring poem called "The Hill We Climb," which she read out at the inauguration of Joe Biden. The poem celebrates the U.S. not not as a perfect union, but as a country that has the grit to struggle uh, with its all too real problems. What is her name? Uh, I think. It's Amanda Gorman. That's correct. Yes. Well done. Well done. Political Kitchen Night. <laughs> <laughs> this series of romanticy books by Sarah J. Mass is so beloved by its fans that it is referred to by the acronym of the first book's title. What is the acronym? Akatar. Akatar. Exactly. Yeah. A Court of Thorns and Roses. So, how did you do this time? Uh. I should be adding up as I went along. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven out of ten. You know what? That's better than nine out of twenty, isn't it? I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> you see, I was being nice. So now just remember that when it comes to writing next week's quiz, please. I w- I, I'm always a, ge- I'm a generous man. I'm a kind man. <laughs> oh, well, we'll see. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, that, that's quite. I'm quite. Yeah, quite happy with that. Excellent. Okay. Yeah, good. good. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. <See you> later. <laughs> Two Lit Chicks is a podcast about books that change lives. Find us on all major podcast platforms, or go to our website at twolitchicks.org. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>